Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Where's my man? Woody Page. There you are. Your nuggets. Overlooked, disrespected, underappreciated. Their whole lives. But up 2-0 tonight versus the Suns. Israel Gutierrez. Your Panthers, kachucking everything in sight. Monica, you're Knicks. Israel, you're Heat. Hey, Harry, Lyles, how you doing? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Atlanta baseball is clicking. I mean, but we just got four months. Four months. <laughs> I'm just happy for my friends. Warriors, no contest over the Lakers last night. Maybe we bring in Dr. Tinsley for a video consult on the 2-1-1. The Clay game, or the Steph game, or the Steve Kerr game for the adjustment he made, Jermichael Green into the starting lineup, whatever happens, Lakers got the opposite game from Anthony Davis after he started in game one, and maybe they were happy to get out of SF one-to-one. And we go around the horn. Israel Gutierrez, what did you learn? Who's in the better spot as this series goes to Los Angeles 1-1? I would say the Warriors are in the better spot. They have a little bit more variety with what they can do, right? So it wasn't just Jermichael Green being inserted into the starting lineup and giving them some more space. It was also Clay being the splash brother who happened to be hitting. It was Steph not being the what everybody predicted, which is more of the game seven, Steph, 50 point, just go to the hole and score, but more of a distributor, right? And on the other end, what you got was an Anthony uh, a Lakers without that performance from Anthony Davis that you expected, the one that you expected the entire series long. He was supposed to be the unstoppable force on the Lakers and he didn't give that to you last night in fact in this entire playoff run every time he gives you 20 points he follows that up with 16 points or less so he's been wildly in, not wildly he's been inconsistent in these playoffs and for this series in particular I think it's been more obvious than than in the previous one he has to be the driving force for the Lakers and he wasn't last night so with that always being a possibility and with the Warriors not having a, a Steph Curry you know game where he didn't shoot the lights out and then winning that way I think you'd rather be the Warriors right now. Monica McNutt, who'd you rather be? Izzy, I think the use of the verb or the adjective wildly is appropriate, and not so much because of the numbers, but because of the mental inconsistency you've seen from Anthony Davis. I agree, though. I would rather be the Warriors in this position. I mean, you look at what they were able to do and their core, right? If this thing comes down straight up to LeBron versus Steph, then you look at the pieces around them and which can be counted on more reliably, it seems that the Warriors have more options and they know exactly how they want to play. The pace of this game looks like it's just going to be too much and require too much both physically and mentally for the Lakers to keep up and maintain, although I do expect a split in L.A. Woody Page. Even though uh, they lost the game at home, the Warriors I'm impressed with because they did win their two road games uh, in the previous series, five and seven, after going through the entire regular season being one of the worst road teams in the league. So I could see them getting the home field, home court advantage back in L.A. And the thing about it is, if you have Anthony Davis becoming the invisible man, you're not going to win this series. Meanwhile, you have Curry, and I think it was a Curry game. Even though they made 21 of 42, 
50% of their three-point shots. He wasn't part of that. Why was he not part of that? Because he was setting up everybody else to make three-pointers. They were wide open. They were waiting for Curry to be shooting all the time. He was facilitating rather than shooting. It was his game to win, and he did it. And Harry Lyles, Jr. Tony, this was the strength in numbers game. This was the vintage Warriors game. The only thing it was missing was a louder crowd at Oracle Arena. You had 50 combined from the Splash Brothers. You had Jermichael Green who stepped in for Kevon Looney who had an illness on short time. He gave you great minutes. Somehow Kevon Looney still ended up being the player with the most rebounds in this game with eight in just 11 minutes. And the biggest piece of this as well is on the Steph, he got double teamed 10 times in this game. They shot six of nine on those plays and Steph was, they were four for six on the passes that Steph threw on those. So to me, this was absolutely the vintage Warriors game. And the big problem, if you're LA, you had a big, big first half from LeBron James. That feels like that has gone to waste. The bright side, he only played 28 minutes. Anthony Davis played 33. But in terms of sustainability, mm. Golden State is in the better About position. About those minutes, though, did it seem like to you, Israel, that the Lakers were content with the split in San Francisco and taking it home? Yeah, I think so. I mean, if you, if you want to go by Dr. Tinsley here, we only need one more game from Anthony Davis. You need a LeBron game, and then you need a game from a role player. And Anthony Davis can probably give you one more. LeBron, after that first half, you realize, okay, this isn't going to be the game for you. They're shooting too well. And if I'm the Lakers, I'm also telling myself, look, Jermichael Green and Klay Thompson had phenomenal nights. And, and Green, in just 15 minutes, he gave you what he gave you. And so them replicating that every game in this series, probably not going to happen. And if you want to trust in LeBron to win your game or two, not and a Monica bad place McNutt, to a last word. Well, paging Dr. Tinsley or Dr. Naismith, here's the wrinkle when it comes to the formula. I don't think the Lakers have enough runway to get this done. If they don't get this thing done in six, Woody, I think you're right. The Warriors have excised their demons in terms of their play on the road, and they have game seven at home. And so I think this thing is going to be tight, but the Warriors have less wiggle room. Or excuse me, the Lakers have far less wiggle room than the Warriors. One minor correction for Mr. Lyles there. I think Draymond Green was the team leader in rebounds with 11, and Looney had eight. We'll move on. Bucks coaching search day one. It's going to be fascinating to see where they go here. And what a job to land with Giannis on an absolute contender. The news yesterday, though, of the firing of Mike Boonholz are both sudden and understandable, considering the loss in the first round to the one seed, and jarring, considering they won the championship three years ago, and sorrowful as it comes as he mourns the loss of his brother, who died in a car accident during the last series. Monica McNutt for the Bucks. Is this the right move? Is it the right time? And can they find someone to replace him that's better? It was not the right move, Tony, and it wasn't the right time. I mean, this is the coach that brought you your first championship in 50 years, and you are a team with tons of question marks as far as your roster going in going into this offseason, potentially. Will Giannis sign the extension? What happens with Lopez and Middleton and those guys? And so for me, now there's a ton in flux. If you want to get a coach that is seasoned and respected and not just happy to have his first opportunity, like, these are questions that this coach is going to want answered before they accept the position. Mm. Israel Gutierrez, you see it like Monica? No, I think it is the right time. I think, fr frankly, if he wouldn't have won the championship in 21, they would have fired him then. And I think that obviously gave him a couple more years uh, of, of leeway there. I think, you know, there's always been questions about what he can do defensively as a coach. And this team should have been a lot better defensively. Now, um, if you're talking about replacements, it's odd because there happened to be another pair of championship winning coaches available out there who have been let go recently in Frank Vogel and Nick Nurse. And I think either one of them could come into Milwaukee and do a pretty decent job uh, sort of tinkering with that defense and, and building that offense still around. 
Giannis. So uh, I think, you know, Budenholzer had a good run, had his success, and they're sort of getting out from under it before they have a couple of more, I've got to be careful with this, failures. Oh, yes. That's a, well, oh, Israel. How dare you use that word around Giannis after his Is brilliant. that a banned word now? Well, it's not a banned word, but it was a brilliant, brilliant monologue, I thought, from Giannis last week. Yeah. But Israel, your gut here is telling you they bring in another veteran coach here, maybe one of the guys who also has a ring. Well, there's also Charles Lee, an assistant on the team, who seems to be an early favorite for the job. But it's in these situations when you're sort of moving on, philosophically speaking, you probably want to move on to an entirely new staff. Harry Lowell's Jr., bring you in here. Mm. Yeah, I agree with Izzy that the Bucks seemed like they wanted to do this the year that they ended up winning the title. So this seems like a move that they wanted to make anyways. Uh, it's also a little bit shocking that the what have you done for me lately recency is so extreme to a point where now three of the last four NBA championship winning coaches have been fired. Uh, but this is not surprising given I think what we've heard from Giannis. He has multiple times, most recently in that Heat series, talked about, hey, I wanted to be the guy guarding Jimmy Butler, but those decisions aren't mine. If Giannis wanted him to be there, he would still be the head coach. Mm. But again, this feels like something that they wanted to do, and they finally found their window to do it while their championship windows, speaking of windows, are still open. And so they took the opportunity. Mm. Woody Page. Harry, they have taken the hint from the National Hockey League where they get rid of championship coaches like every year. Mm -hmm. There will be three or four former yeah. championship mm -hmm. coaches that go away. So the NBA's picked up on that recently. We've seen it with the Raptors. We've seen it with other teams. He won 52% of his games with Atlanta. Then he comes to Milwaukee and he wins 70% of his regular season games, wins a championship, and you go, why in the world would they get rid of him? I saw George Carl be named Coach of the Year and three days later get fired by the Denver Nuggets. It's what happens in sports okay. these days. That you, what are you waiting for? Whether it's for? the micro Where or the macro, the micro of calling timeouts or not calling timeouts in a series, or the macro of losing in the first round. I, I recognize that. I want to go deeper here on something Harry said about if Giannis wanted him he would still be coach, right? So the Giannis question, Monica, I'll turn to you first. Uh, how long he's going to stay, how happy he's going to be, how much he factors in the next decision, and, and on and on and on, please. Well, the Giannis free agency thing is, what, two summers away potentially in 2025? So that's definitely a piece of it. Here's the one thing that I will say. By all accounts, we thought Giannis really liked Jason Kidd. Didn't necessarily mean that Kidd was going to be safe, right? Do I think that he could have gone back for his head coach? Probably. But I also think, for as brilliant as the monologue was on failure, I'd like to hear one about responsibility. I don't know any star player who mm. doesn't make an adjustment without his head with who waits purely for his head coach's uh, agreement to make an adjustment. That's an ongoing conversation. I got this. This is what we're going. And more times than not, head coaches are like, yeah, you're right. Let's try that. Right. Israel Gutierrez. You know, I've always thought of Giannis as kind of the perfect superstar. He's humble, you know, doesn't seem to start any fights within the, the organization or within the team. Um, you start to wonder if maybe his communication with his coaches isn't ideal. Not to say that he's like a coach killer or anything like that, but just if he's saying these things in public, in press conferences, and not being able to communicate them with his head coach successfully, maybe that's a bit of a problem. And Warren will take a pause right here, Woody Page, when we come back. Your Denver Nuggets. You were the only panelist last week who gave him a chance. <laughs> yeah. And here we are. Up 2-0. By herself. Next. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. How often do you look at a person's hands? Look at your hands right now. Tell me which hand is the upper hand. I'm looking for an upper hand tonight in Philadelphia. Celtics Sixers game three. The bizarre first two games, Philly winning without Embiid, getting smoked with them tonight. The MVP ceremony. I think I just walked into a joke. Here we go, Woody Page. Who has the upper hand tonight? <laughs> well, I'll lend you a hand, Tony. It's the. I saw you riding feverishly. There you go. There, I mean, there you go. Uh, I mean, Embiid is over his rustiness now. He's going to have a big night tonight. I think you're going to get some kind of contribution out of B.J. Tucker, who's only shot three times and made two of them. And James Harden needs to kind of go back to trying to dominate as he did in the first game. So I think going home, everything about it and being presented with the MVP, that uh, Embiid is going to make a difference. in Harry Lyles Jr., to me, there's a couple here. James Harden can't have 12 points on 2 of 14 shooting. The Sixers are not going to win games like that at all. The other thing that stood out to me about this in Game 2, Tyrese Maxey had just three assists. Since they started tracking passes in games back in 2013, that game was the fewest that they've had since they started tracking that, which is 239. So they're going to have to be able to move wow. the ball better against a Celtics team that's 10-5 and five on the road in the past two postseasons. That's more wins and a better win percentage than anybody else. Did my man just count the number of passes they had in a game? Our stat king, Harry Lyle Jr. <laughs> He's real Gutierrez. Nice Didn't seem to take that long to count them, though. There weren't that many. Um, I would say that, yeah, a lot of the situations that 76ers find themselves in is not only having uh, the MVP uh, ceremony before the game and, and being back home after taking one in Boston, but just the idea of they can win with Joel Embiid. I mean, it's ridiculous to say that they were better off without him. They were obviously forcing the ball to him a little bit more. James Harden seemed to be forcing the ball to him to make him comfortable, and he seemed to be sort of figuring out how well his knees could operate under playoffs condition. And I, th I think when you get to the postseason at home, a player like Anthony Melton, probably catch fire, one of those role players. I got the Sixers. Mm -hmm. Who's got the upper hand, Monica? 
You know, and listening with you guys, I think it's a little bit of reverse psychology. Coming into the combo, I legit would have agreed in terms of the Sixers. But now that I'm thinking about it, the getting the MVP trophy, the expectation to win for the Sixers, and the Celtics basically shooting themselves in the foot in game one in the last 90 seconds of the ballgame, and then trouncing them in game two. Granted, I do think the Sixers let go of the rope, but I kind of think the Celtics have stumbled into a formula that might work. So are you just saying what the panelists said before you changed your mind to such an extent that you now see this game going differently and you've got Boston tonight? Just just a little bit. I mean, I think Joel Embiid is obviously the biggest matchup problem, but if you allow him to go off and contain everybody else, which we saw the Celtics have the capability to do defensively, like, they also have scores. They've got I love guys. I like, in the moment you are, Monica. You're just agile. You just change your mind. I, I, I'm taking a new information. <laughs> it's not a flip-flop. I'm just reassessing a situation. I like that. Yeah. We'll move on. Let's talk about the lower hand now, the Phoenix Suns. They're down 0-2. Chris Paul is out tonight. Phoenix has gone from never losing with Durant to now back against the wall. Paul's groin is questionable for the rest of the series. But I turn to you, Woody Page. These are your nuggets. How do you feel about them tonight? Well, I think Monica's going to change her opinion again because she's probably <laughs> was thinking about Phoenix. <laughs> but I think the Nuggets are going to sweep this series. They've got the Ooh. stronger bench. It's a law firm of Brown, Green, and Brown. And they've got Michael Porter Jr. and Jamal Murray, who didn't contribute in the last game, and they still won. They're going to be better tonight. And that bench without Chris Paul being there shortens that mm-hmm. bad bench that they trade away for Durant. And now you're calling a sweep here for your Nuggets. Harry, if I could ask you from Phoenix's uh, view of this, anything they can do at home in desperation mode? You're going to have to see a scoring flurry from KD and Devin Booker that we might have never seen before because where else is that scoring going to come from, right? The other thing that stands out with Phoenix, you have to win the, the, the minutes that Nikola Jokic is not on the floor when the game is still competitive because currently Denver's outscoring them by 11 there. So if they don't do those two things, they might get swept. Israel Gutierrez. You have to score with more efficiency, you have to not turn the ball over, and you have to do all of that without Chris Paul on the floor. You're basically going to need Kevin Durant and Devin Booker to go off, and they don't really, they're probably going to force some things, probably going to create some turnovers there. It's not going to be pretty. You're going to need a lot of toughness and better play from DeAndre Ayton. I don't think the home crowd's enough to get it done for Phoenix. I'm kind of with Woody on this one. Might be a well, This is unbelievable to me. Woody, nobody was with you last week. Everybody's with you now. <laughs> Monica, please. The experience shines through, Woody. Uh, I don't think that the Suns are going to get swept on this one. I think it's going to take a Herculean effort from Booker and KD. But this really, for me, is less about scoring, scoring and more about defense. Like, the Nuggets have six guys averaging double yeah. figures and they're shooting 47% as a squad. Like, yeah, Book and KD might go off, but who's defending? So Phoenix needs to play defense in your mind to, to get a win here. Mm-hmm. One more story. Panthers three, Maple Leafs two. Here we go, Israel. The comeback cats. Kachuk and Boom. Let me ask you this, Israel. Every year, there's the hot team of the moment that makes the run. Are these Florida Panthers, are you buying them as the hot team in this year's playoff getting at the right time and to take this? I'm going to sell that from this angle. They're not just getting hot at the right time. They're a team that had been building this style of play throughout the Mm. season. They just went from being the super fast, high-scoring team last year that got all the points in the regular season and didn't get past the second round in the the playoffs. And so this year, they've been telling us the whole time, this is built for playoff hockey, and they're showing it. And Matthew Kachuk might be the best player in hockey right now in these playoffs. Monica McNutt. 
I mean, if you get hot in the playoffs, aren't you getting hot? Like, I'm I'm going to buy it. The, you know what I mean? So, I just think when you look at this team, even though they've been outshot late, they've still been able to come up with ways. They've limited their own turnovers and forced other squads into tons of turnovers. It's working. I think they're hot. Woody. Yes, I'm buying it. They're confident. They're able to come back. They proved it against the Bruins. They're doing it again in this series, winning two games in Canada. That's hard to believe. Yes, they're hot. Harry Jr. Yes, I'm buying that they're hot at the right time, but they're also loose. Dave Hyde actually wrote in the Sun Sentinel a moment about Nick Cousins in the pregame locker room pretending to be a coach, like mocking instructions, all that type of stuff like that. A team that's playing well that is that loose is very dangerous, and that is what the Florida Panthers are doing right now. Stat King and Source King. Way to source your material there, Harry. I love that. The only problem oh, is they're going home now, which is like <laughs> road teams are dominating this postseason right now. Yeah. Monica Israel, thanks for your time. I'm going home too. Paige Lyle Showdown. Next. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Twins White Sox yesterday. Check this out. This could have won the game. This is a walk-off hit by pitch. However, Hanser Alberto got a swing in while he was hitting and it was called out for a strikeout. So the White Sox did not win in the 10th. Twins wound up winning in the 12th. So Harry, look at it again. Should this be a hit by pitch or strikeout? I mean, by the letter of the law, it should be a strikeout, but that doesn't mean I've got to like it. I think we all would react the same way if we were checking our swing and got pegged with a 96-mile-per-hour fastball. So, yes, it's a strikeout, Harry, but no, I don't like it that. at all. He was actually knowing that that was uh, over the plate, and he was trying to get a hit to drive in a run that would win. Uh, so I'm giving him a break. It should have been hit by pitch, but it's been a rule for 125 years. They're not going to change it. Uh, point, Harry Lyles. That's that's a strikeout. We'll move on. This is my favorite story every year this, this Friday. Kentucky Derby, Saturday. But this weekend... Opposite the Derby. Well, it's Sunday is the race, but another race. <laughs> Formula One in Miami. Woody, which race are you watching? I'm watching both of them because in Miami, Lewis Hamilton's going to be the first minority owner of the Denver Broncos to actually win here. And uh, on the other one, Kentucky Derby, I always give you the right answer here. It's Tapping Trees. Tapping Trees. Now, that's a name. Harry Lyles Jr. 
Well, first off, I like my vehicles with more than one horsepower, so let's talk about F1. I'm very interested to see between <laughs> Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez here because Verstappen is currently ahead in the points, but if Perez wins this, it's going to be very interesting from a team politics perspective going into the Drivers' Championship, how that's going to play out. So I think that's something to watch for here. Harry Lyles, wire-to-wire -wire win with just so much information. I was making bodily noises in my script, and you had all that information in that Take the picture. May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and I wanted to share with you all my experience with my own mental health. I have suffered from depression and anxiety over many years. I finally got a therapist in October of 2018, and it has immensely changed my life. You hear a lot of times the way uh, the game moves slower for superstar athletes. I feel like because of how much I've been able to work on myself through therapy, that life now moves slower for me. So if you're looking for somebody currently I know it can be difficult, stick through it. If you think that you might need help, go out there and seek it if you have the resources because I can tell you I would not be sitting in the seat without that help and I want to thank my therapist as well. What an amazing testimonial. Thank you for that, Harry.